0: Welcome to another edition of TSC Music's Music with a Mission, where our purpose is to perpetuate and promote the Christian and positive idea through the medium of music and other arts. And as it is our custom, we occasionally will meet with an artist and talk about their music, the stories behind their music, and the story that led them through the process. We're delighted to have right in the studio with us our good friend David Hamm.
1: Hey, Greg. Always a pleasure to have
0: you. Sidekick over there, and of course, at the Steel. Wheels? I keep saying that like, like this is a turntable, but it's not.
1: Steel wheels, the wheels, the wheels steel.
2: Wheels
1: are
0: steel. Scratch. I'm at the engineering booth. <laughs> Jung Ben Kim today, and of course, to my right, hanging out and making sure that we stay on track is Jesse Carrasco. And our good friend and brother, our guest today, our saxophonist right here at TSC Music, Brother Uli Greatinger. We've had him with us before on a different uh, podcast, but today it's just about him and what God is doing in his life. Don't go away, stay with us. We'll be right back in a second.
2: I believe we're going to see a tremendous loss of much of what we've held dear in this country. And people are going to be somewhat afraid of their future. It's so important that we be prepared for the days that are coming
3: upon us. In order to receive the life-giving power from the Spirit of Christ, sometimes we need to go through certain things so that we will not be moved or shaken when unexpected circumstances in our lives arise.
4: Now there is a preparation
2: time so that in the future when things fall apart, um, I can't stand, I can be unshakable. Unshakable was not about how unshakable I could be, but about the fact that it is the same God who was not unshakable, who's been unshakable through eternity and will continue to be unshakable until the day I see His face.
1: I'm starting to try to not complain in the midst of my trial and suffering and to understand the concept that God has counted me worthy of suffering for His glory. This book kind of refocuses everything and it just reminds you again that we are in a battle but at the end of this battle we win. Read
4: Unshakable if you're disheartened in the way you feel society is headed. Um, it will give you encouragement um, to draw from it uh, a strength to get through and also be a strength for others.
2: In my heart, it's about getting the message out and that people are ready for the days that are coming. It's only in Christ that we can be unshakable in the coming season.
3: Order your copy of Unshakable by Carter Conlon at Amazon.com, BarnesandNoble.com, CBD.com, or TSNYC.org. All royalties from the sale of this book will go into a fund for the alleviation of human suffering. This is Carter Conlin from Times Square Church in New York City.
2: With all of the bad news abounding today, isn't it a wonderful thing to finally get some good news? Well, I have some good news for you today. Not only are churches in New York City praying, but I know of 100 of them that are feeding 14,000 hungry New Yorkers every month. This is happening through an initiative called Feed New York. Through Feed New York and partners like Cornell University, these local churches are also learning to teach families about proper nutrition and the handling of food. Feed New York is even considering building a greenhouse project to provide fresh food to these churches. Please remember also that at all of these churches you can also find a place to pray. You can check out Feed New York at their website, feednewyork.org. And please, please remember, it's always, and especially now, it's time to pray.
3: To find a prayer meeting in your area, visit nycprayer.org.
0: And we're back, and we're so delighted again to be in the studio. I'm Greg Thomas. Uh, Dave, we're living in perilous times. Yeah. Perilous times. I mean, there's just stuff happening everywhere all the time. Yeah. uh, We don't usually talk about current events in this podcast, but I mean, when you look at tornadoes, uh, bombings. Yeah. I mean, broad daylight murder in, in England. Overwhelming. It's just insane.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like sometimes i just don't even want to watch the news anymore you it's can't, just like you know? i'm just expecting something each day yeah um but uh definitely we're in a time right now where it's like boy we have got to um, we've got to share the gospel we've got to ready ourselves and our families i tell you man uh, cuz we are seeing the last days and
0: yet it's de- it seems to surprise the body of Christ.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when the
0: Scripture says perilous times would come. That's right. You know that that this would happen. Father against son, mother against daughter, that kind of thing. Right. A- and yet it seems to surprise us every time we see it. We yeah. read it's like what? What next? Yeah. But lately, it's been this nonstop, this avalanche of of events. Yeah. Of. Of natural events too, natural disasters yeah. that are just—I mean, sinkholes. I mean, when's the last time you've ever heard of yeah. sinkholes swallowing up a neighborhood? Uh,
1: <laughs> yeah, and, and you know what? And it's like—and it seems like lately too—is the stories have had to do it, like children. Mm-hmm. And and you're right, Greg. You know, it's like the church is reacting like, "Oh my goodness, what what is happening?" Yeah. And yeah. Jesus has been saying it from the very beginning. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I go back to like. The, the the monologue that he gave when he was carrying the cross it was the only time he ever said anything. Uh-huh. When when the women were crying behind him and he turned around, and he said, right. "Don't cry Don't for, for me, me.
0: Yeah.
1: cry for yourselves and your children." <laughs> children.
0: Yeah, and he went coming. on to say,
1: "He said, he said, mothers, just going to come a day where you're not even going to want to, mm-hmm. you know, give birth, yeah, or even, you know, so." Yeah, that's oh. serious. I mean, it's I know serious. that I was talking about, you know, obviously the, the tribulation that Jerusalem was going to face. Right, right. But for but me, still, it was like a prophetic word for e- what exactly. we're dealing with today.
0: Exactly. Because you would, you know, in, in current times, for those who don't know the Lord, you would think we were into that tribulation period yeah. now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Scary. <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, years ago, I we get a lot of music here. We get a lot of people sending CDs and stuff. But years ago, uh, a few years ago, I got uh, a CD from a gentleman. Uh, and actually, it was actually a saxophone player like our guest, who we're going to talk to in a minute. But well, this was a different guy, and I mm-hmm. got his his CD. And I remember listening to. it. I was like, "This is really good stuff." Yeah. And uh, this was before we even thought about doing a podcast, right? And I remember uh, getting him on the phone, and myself, and and Craig McCoy, our missions director, and began talking to him about this project and considering bringing this project here and and using it to generate funds for for, for missions. Sure. And when the when the artist realized that some of the funding would go to support children of a particular country. Mm. He, he, he was mortified. He says, how can you support? I can't give the names of the countries, um, but they were at war Mm -hmm. and, uh, he, he, he was mortified. He said, how in the world would you take my project and support children of that culture of that country? Yeah. And he pulled the project. Oh my goodness. Years later, and he's blaming these children because they're descendants of a particular culture of people mm. for what happened to his own people and that he would just refuse. And he calls himself Christian and absolutely refused uh, wow. to release the project. I mean, it was no loss for us. We would yeah, do yeah. him a favor. But right. I I just thought the the mindset was just so mind boggling. Sad. It was pretty sad. Yeah. And I only mention that because, again, we, we, uh, you know, we, we talk about Christianity. We talk about living uh, by and through the word of God. But right. yet we still have this, if we're not careful, there's these little pockets of things yeah. that we're, we're holding on to. Mm-hmm. And we're saying, God, we, God, you can't have this, yeah. you know, uh, that he would rather see these children starve mm. than to allow his project to be used. To help oh, benefit those yeah, kids. Well, we're still feeding those kids today oh, that's good. without yeah. this project. But I just thought that was an in- interesting caveat wow. uh, to set up our next guest, who is the antithesis of <laughs> <laughs> that guy. At least I hope he is. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Uli, so glad to have you with us. Nice, thank you for being for being here, Greg. Y- you've been with us how many years now? Uh, 2009, I came in music ministry. It was uh, 2010. 2010, so yeah, April. Or something, a little over three March, years. Yeah.
0: Wow. Wow. And a lot has happened (laughs) in those three years. We'll talk a little bit about it, but tell our guests, uh, because I, I found out about you through a CD that we received, uh, first, uh, it wasn't necessarily a a Christian CD. It was just an instrumental, very nice, very kind of good driving music. I thought, um, uh, but tell us how you got started. And, and, and then of course, how you began, you came to know the Lord.
4: Well, I got started very late. I started uh, actually playing music, discovering jazz music when I was 18, 17 years old. And I started playing in the subway in Paris. In Paris? I saw wow. that I play in the subway. And, I, you know, I, I, first I wanted to become a writer. I wrote this story that I met a saxophone player in the subway who was going to teach me to play the saxophone. Uh-huh. And that's what happened. So did it, did it
2: become subway. a
0: screenplay or...? Huh? No, this, no, it oh, okay. Never, never, never.
1: <laughs> so <laughs> you, you wrote a story, and then the actual story to happened. I a writer
4: first, <laughs> right? And then the story happened. Wow! And I became a musician. And The guy was really friendly from Switzerland, and he had a—he was an actor actually. He wasn't a musician. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just playing from feeling. Mm-hmm. If you have ever been to the metro in Paris, it's mm-hmm. a great acoustic. Sure, you know, playing the. Tenor, you know, you just, if you it know how to make a good song, that's all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the looks. And that stayed with me. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I still don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> no, but anyway, that's that's how I started. And then I discovered jazz, which I never discovered before. Oh. And, and what? Now, now, you're not from Paris. No, no, I'm from yeah. Germany. I'm okay. about maybe like
0: 400 miles from there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. and so you discover this musician you, you saw him you heard him and you thought man i want to do that i want to play yeah i want to play
4: saxophone so i went up to him i talked to him i said uh he gave me his address uh i stopped by the next day i said show me how to play this thing he showed me but he didn't know anything because again he was not a musician he was an actor <laughs> so he was, he was he showed me and then the greatest thing is after i asked him like hey would you Borrow this instrument to me. I bring it back. He said. He looked me straight in the eye. He said, "If you bring it back to me, he was from Switzerland. If you bring it back, it was a brand new Selmer, Super Action. It was brand new Selmer. And if you bring it back to me, I I give it to you. Wow. So I took it. uh, It was on the outskirts of Paris. I took it to a big tunnel, huge tunnel, and I, you know, unpacked it, put it together. The sound was there. I was like, okay, that's it.
0: And you started acting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's
4: amazing. And then I discovered Dexter, you know, John and all these guys uh-huh. really dug into it. It was more like it almost was like painting, you know, it was like sounds. Their sounds were so vivid. So, you know, right. it was so amazing to discover this whole world of music, which I never heard of before. And, and then I basically, now a Christian, I really. You know fell into like i i i it, i think i not i think I worship these guys, I worship you know what they worship, they worship, and it was basically like all this misery, you know, mm-hmm. all this brokenness, all this you know drug abuse, all this, and the older I got, I saw like this is leading nowhere, this mm-hmm. is leading to death mm-hmm. and so I got you scared. weren't you weren't a Christian
0: before obviously,
4: obviously. And i was actually i there was a lot of readings of paul's letters there was uh a lot going on and my whole family was involved and there was a true move of the Holy Spirit. That I felt that I, I you know I was seeking God. I was speaking as a little boy. I was speaking to God. Mm-hmm. Actually the first time I ever got in touch with music, my whole family was playing. They had to my mom bought a piano for my oldest brother and then how it is in the family, you know, the other picked it up too, but it was more a chore. So they had like the the egg clock mm-hmm. on the piano. Right, 30 right. minutes, sure. and then, we bought this piano, it was expensive, You're you are going to use it. <laughs> <laughs> and I saw them, like, with the clock, once it was ringing, they were off. Wow. You know? And I was like, I don't want that. But there was a, a the neighbor, and I wrote this down in my notes when I made an outline for this thing. Uh-huh. The neighbor woman uh, was committing uh, suicide, and my mom told me about it, and I sat down on the piano, and I was, like, maybe, like, six or seven, I sat down on the piano, and I played a song, and it, 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 to my knowledge today, it had a beginning and an end. It was just free, mm. and I played it, and I said, like, I dedicate this song to that woman, mm. and it, it was like a, and that's my, re- in, in short, that describes my relationship to music. You know, like, even in the subway in Paris, when I started, I didn't have any background in song, All, mm. only, like, you know, dragon church, Catholic church hymns, mm-hmm. you know, nothing, like, I mean, I grew up with Neil Young and and Deep Purple and stuff like that, but on guitars on the on the on the on the on the fire right. stuff like that. But so what I'm trying to say is that I really was drawing from a, I don't know like this free flowing whatever I was hearing whatever I could play. And some days it was great playing in the subway, and sometimes it was terrible. Mm-hmm. Some days you know I made money, and some days it, people say like. Why don't you just get out? <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you would set up shop, put out a little hat or a basket yeah, or my, your, my case, your, your case, and my people case would come and along then, and drop money in it, you some know, you know?
4: And sometimes it was very hard because I didn't have, you know, the courage. And some days it was good. I remember there was one incident, uh, Archie Chep was playing in, in Paris in a club, mm-hmm. and he was one of my heroes, like American, like a little bit like free jazz, very I don't know. I wouldn't say a great musician today anymore. Anyway, so he was playing in Paris, and I was I wanted to go to the concert, but I I was like kind of pushing it back. I had to go on the subway because I didn't have the money to play for the money for the concert. So I was pushing it back and back. It got later and later, and finally I made my camp at at a certain main station, and I started playing. And I you know closed my eyes, and then I just got carried away, and boom. I had, I opened my eyes, more or less short story, and I looked at my case, all the money was there. I took my case, went to the club, <laughs> gave them all the cash, all the small change, and, and I got in for the, you know, those those were my little successes.
2: <laughs> you know.
1: How long did you play on the streets?
4: Oh, maybe, maybe the first year or so, first year or two in Paris. I went back to Germany after a year, and then I started to go through the whole educational system, which is mm. crazy. After one year music, they took me at a conservatory after two three years. They took me there. And then, you know, and that's where this, like, still, there is a certain degree, you know, whatever you discovered already where I'm pretending because there is a certain, no, it's, I'm, I'm
0: totally well, going to be honest with
2: you. <laughs> come on. Come on. we got to be well, honest. Well, I mean, I'm the, not
0: saying you were pretending. I, I'm just saying a, you, a there's degree. a learning curve here that is pretty steep.
4: There's a learning you know. curve, but there's also something I always covered it up, Huh. Because, you know, there was just like the, the, gap. the gap was just too wide. Mm. You know, and then like going into conservatory, and I see all these pages with these black dots on them, and I'm
0: like, what <laughs> the heck? But by ironically, supposed... they took you into the conservatory. They did. They well, did. Well, I me. mean, what is that, is that the so favor that is, of God, or is it that they're, they're just a bunch of airheads over there? No, I mean, what they is they what did. is <laughs> No, no, they took me,
4: but I mean, you know, that's really. I think, and it's good that we talk about this, because it really comes down to the matter, what is music created for, mm-hmm. and who created music? Mm-hmm. Because once you get into this whole world of conservatory, um, you know, academics and music, it's a whole, you know, there's a lot of pride with music. Sure, A sure. lot oh, yeah. of, you know, and I mean, I wanted it, but I couldn't, I, if you understand what I just said, where I'm coming from, I'm coming more from a spiritual side. Uh-huh. And Pastor Carter one time said there's music is a spirit. You know, like you can and, and we see that I think that a lot of people that come out of the church, you know, the church is a great place to to learn about music because there's freedom, you know, mm-hmm. if you have people and like we here we worship in you know, in and, and spirit and truth, there's such a freedom, there's such a beauty in that. But then a lot of people take that and they run with it and then, you know, and they and they forgot about their roots. And Mm -hmm. just one of the things that struck me like after I got saved was like, wow, Lord, I never heard anybody of those guys talk about you. Talk about Jesus. I Mm -hmm. heard John Coltrane have his prayer and like his spirituality, Mm -hmm. but very But not about Jesus.
0: Nothing about Jesus. Mm -hmm. We're gonna take a break because we need to talk about that transition in your life. That's a pivotal point there where you met the Lord. Right after this break with our guests.
1: back with TSC Music with a Mission, Greg Thomas. I'm David Ham and we're here with our guest Uli and having a great conversation about his journey and testimony and music um, playing on the streets of Paris uh, um, and then off to school in about a year. um, Maybe two. two, And um, just exciting to see um, just what was supposed to be simply just a fictional story became <laughs> uh, true to life and yeah. I'm just still just kind of amazed at that. You know, I'm looking over at this saxophone which I'm I'm assuming we're gonna hear a little bit later in this podcast, and this saxophone just reads history yeah. all over it. <laughs> like now, is this just,
0: the original one? This is the same one?
1: No. Did this no, one. This no. one looks like it just has a story, but it has. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It it does. yeah.
4: When I when I came to to Times Square Church, I sold my saxophone two or three times. I remember times. that. I remember that. <laughs> wow.
0: I don't know why. I remember <laughs> a period you didn't have a sax. No, when I were and
4: I had for you. one. Wow. Yeah. I sold my saxophone. I think two or three times. I was fed up. I didn't want to be professional musicians anymore. I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, it's not working out. God has a sense I, of you, I sold world. it, you know, and. The second time I think it was in Germany, I came back and now when I was here we were in deep trouble. As you know, remember when I came here we, we were like in we were in a bad situation. Mm-hmm. I mean we well, had, let's
0: talk about that for a minute. Uh because you I mean you but but you came to know the Lord at some point. So Amen, yeah. bring bring our guests up to up to speed because you know, some people will look at the whole Paris thing as like the gig of the century. I mean, to be in Paris, period. No, but then, but b- b- but a lot of people don't realize that Paris is just like any other city. Mm. You know, it's got subways, it's got buses, it's got crime. Yeah. You you got to pay a lot of money to live there. No, <laughs> you yeah, know? Where, where, uh So tell us a, l- a little bit about that that story. Uh, your coming to Christ, and of course, the trouble that you experienced. Well, after after this,
4: I mean, I, I worked as a professional. Eventually, got to a point of being a professional musician in Berlin started playing i send you guys some music jesse some music different points some free jazz some more traditional jazz all kinds but there was always this thing what we talked about earlier that somehow in me there was this gap and um and now i know that the only one who can bridge this gap in me is is jesus christ mm. within me that gap was like where i didn't have something to draw back from like even musically like a song or something. I remember mm-hmm. being in conservatory and after a long time, maybe studying almost eight, nine years, finally they got me to learning songs. And I got to learn songs. So I learned the melodies in all keys and I learned the bass notes and then eventually the, the chords. And once I really got into it, I spilled up a repertoire. And once I really understood the how a song is built together I really understood it, and I really became part of me more and more. And that's what one of the things, but we have to talk. So let me stay with this. So after being a musician and then worshipping the wrong, the false gods, it drew me closer and closer into, closer to death, really. And I felt Mm -hmm. that. I felt that. I saw people around me dying. You know, you heard, like, a lot of jazz musicians died very early. Yeah. You know, and it's, I mean, if you get older... You know, like imitating that is kind of like it gets more scary because it gets closer to death, literally. So Mm. I felt I'm on the wrong track. I was searching in the occult. I was searching spiritually, you know, but in the wrong, there's only one true God. And I got so off track that uh, eventually uh, many things happened, dramatic things in my life. Eventually I came here. I pressed my father for my inheritance in 2006 He gave me my inheritance, I came here, I blew the money almost within two years. I met my wife here, and we wanted to start a business together, and we did, and we went into, I basically, you know, we went to bankrupt like within a year or something. Mm -hmm. So basically everything I touched became bad. And we were at a point where we, with our business, it was a networking marketing business, we were at a business conference in Maryland, and we didn't have enough money to have a hotel room. We had enough money to attend the conference, but not enough money to to sleep in the hotel where the conference was held. So we slept on the lawn. Mm. It was a terrible night because we didn't sleep a lot. The sprinkler system went on <laughs> several times. My wife was this is like mad. a Hollywood story. She was man. mad with me. She was mad. You know, I was because I was just a you know I was a phony once again. I was like you know I you know I looked one way, but then I just dragged her into all this misery. Oh. You know. Anyway, so on the on the in the evening of that day, when the morning when we woke up, we were miserable. And you know, if you know network marketing prepaid sure. legal, everybody I'm fired up and let's go. Right. Yeah. And we were like, yeah, absolutely <laughs> <After the> nice <night laughs> like that, you know. Anyway, and the, they started the conference with prayer. There were a lot of Christians there. I was like, wow, what is going on? Mm. Long story short, they showed this music. Uh, they showed this. A a film about this guy in San Francisco, Will Smith and his son, living in the street Mm -hmm. in the evening of that day. crying,
2: crying. It's a good movie. This
4: is the whole story. Crying, crying. Somebody got wind of it. They bought us a hotel room. And talking about the love of Christ, I felt that that is when somebody actually showed the love of Christ. We went up there. My wife said to me, I thought I said it, but she corrected me. She said to me, We have to be grateful. And we were never grateful at that point. We were greedy. We always wanted more. We wanted to become millionaires. Come on, come on, come on, make it happen. Nothing happened for us. She said, We got to be grateful. And I agreed with her. And we didn't know how to be grateful. So mm-hmm. they said, as a Sunday service. So we went to the Sunday service. They gave an altar call. And there, I knew one thing I dragged my wife into all kinds of bad stuff. Mm-hmm. I got to stay behind for the altar call. I got to let her go first. If I go first, she won't come. Ah, <laughs> wow. <laughs> the, probably the Holy Spirit yeah. pressing on me. And, and she came, and it's, it's a miracle because, you know, she's Jewish. She's descendant. She comes from a family of Holocaust survivors from Poland. And I'm German, and I'm just learning that probably in my family, there's probably, you know, there's perpetrators.
0: There's but, people you know, who served like in the Nazi th- who said it? It was Lamar Vest last night who said that's like putting the KKK and a Black Panther in the room together. Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. yeah. That's an amazing story, oh, man. yeah,
1: your story just keeps getting bigger. I, I
0: think you can now write the book. I mean, like... I would like to. The, the, yeah, yeah, yeah a the sub best chapters seller. here. But, man, I've never heard the story and strung, strung together like that. Mm-hmm. That was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. We're going to take a quick break. Come back with a little more from our guest, Uli. Conversation mm-hmm. with our guest Uli. Uh, you know, I've heard your story, but I've not heard it chronological. Mm chronologically told the way mm-hmm. you you just mm-hmm. did and it it, it just it's a, it's a phenomenal story. I I loved what you said though because it's so scriptural. <laughs> when you said you you demanded your inheritance I from did. your father, oh, you man. came here and you squandered, you know, you 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 blew it all. It just ran through my fingers. Man. Yeah. yeah. And then but now you're going back to Germany. It's kind of like the Prodigal Son, isn't it? It is. Yeah. You know, yeah, you drag your wife through all this, you but yet she stayed. Another yeah. blessing, huh? Yeah it's it's only but it's only through Christ. I
4: told her yeah. many times and and she knows. We're only married if we wouldn't know the Lord, we wouldn't be married anymore. Mm-hmm. We both know that. Yeah. You know, but yeah. the Lord has been I mean, he's given us a beautiful daughter.
0: She is a joy, <laughs> man. I just love when I see her. I just want to grab those cheeks and she knows it now. So she kind of gives me that look, you know. <laughs> But, but she's sharp as a tack, too, she man. She is, is a brilliant sharp. little girl.
4: She is. And she's part of the, you know, like where in Isaiah, many times in the end, towards the book, mm-hmm. it speaks about restoration. Yeah. It speaks about restoration. And I, really, the Lord spoke that into my heart, our hearts, from early on when we got saved. And we see him do that, you know oh, yeah. and there's a promise like everything the the conqueror woman has eaten, now will restore it yeah. I will restore it, and we understand it also it's not only for our own sake, it's not only like for us to build a house and to chill out and have a family. Mm-hmm. it is part of that, but also it's it's showing that to others, you know it's it's what yeah, just like to to showing showing that love, that forgiveness that we experience to other people, right, yeah, yeah. Right. you know that's really what. And we, we, we know we're not qualified, but,
0: you know, he he will. But he qualifies you. Amen. That's right. He yeah. qualifies us, yeah. you know. Yeah. And I think part of that is is, is the uh, the first step, which you guys have already taken, and that is the total surrender. That's the abandonment. You know, God, I've got nothing, mm. but I've got what I've got. And, and, and <laughs> you know, I so wanna, I'm bringing you nothing, you know. But I uh, even would like to talk about this issue, like,
4: concerning worship, because you have been with... I've been with you Uh for the last three years, and you went, you know, you're hearing all this. I Mm -hmm. mean, I never listen again to these things we we, we do on Sunday. I I have Uh my own reasons for (laughs) (laughs) it. But, um, you know, one of the things the Lord was doing when we went to Israel last March, we were worshiping uh, on the Mount Carmel there in this beautiful uh, sanctuary, Mm -hmm. and it was like a prayer intercessory night. And it was like a long period, maybe like a couple of hours. And we were like, really what we did, we were jamming unto the Lord, the little band that we had going there. Mm -hmm. And people were praying, and we were just playing in the background. And I I was like on that, that, I was playing there, and I really got like, I was battling in my mind. I was like, Lord, I mean, can I jam unto you like that? Are you not going to like burn me up in the Mm -hmm. next second? Can I do this? Like really like, because it was like, we had nights in Berlin before I got saved. Berlin in the 90s is when the wall fell. Right. And it was a while. It was a, like, a, like a wild zone. It was like an open zone. It was like, you know, so, so many spaces open because mm-hmm. they were occupied before with all these walls and mm-hmm. everything. And all of a sudden it was open. Mm-hmm. So all these hipster people came there. And we had jam sessions in Berlin, like wild, in the night where we were like musically, like, seeking, you know, expanding, like, free and moving and everything. A perpetual party almost here. But it, it, was, it was, you know, there was no direction because I didn't know the Lord. There was always an emptiness after. Mm. But in this incident in Israel, I felt the Lord telling me, like, yes, you, you can do that. You can jam unto me and give me the glory through that. You can do that. So I feel that's a process of restoration. So my question to you would be, like, You know, how much jamming, how much, you know, is, and I guess it depends on the setting you have, you know, but Mm -hmm. coming from a background where I come from, you know, I just really feel, I don't know what my direct question is, but, you know, it's a very different background than you have, for example. You, you, I mean, you probably know, like, I don't know how many thousand songs and you know them like that. I mean, you sit on the piano and you just finger one and and you, you know them, so it's like I guess my question is like, you know, how much of this free flow? How much of this is like in a big setting, like a Times Square church? You know, can you can you do or what? What is your gauge or what? What do you, you know, what do you what do you, you know, what do you try to do when you when you, you know, when when you're up there and you're leading worship? And what do you want from us? Um,
0: Yeah. I think, uh, and you're turning this interview around. By the way, I don't
2: know, like, let you do it for a I second, you. <laughs> yeah, I told you. I caught that.
1: I told you. It's just I like told the, you. Yeah, very subtle. S- you know, I told yeah, you so just ask so you a man, question. Change here. Uh, up.
0: Yeah, but I've got I've got one verse, and it's it's funny you you ask that question because, and I'm not going to elaborate on it because it really is a, this discussion is about you today, but but I want to give you a scripture in First Corinthians chapter. Um,
2: 14.
0: -hmm. Uh, And I was reading this the other day in in my devotions and I was sharing it with worship leaders on Sunday. Uh, Verse 15 says, what is it then? I pray. I will pray with the spirit and I will pray with the understanding. Also, I will sing with the spirit and I will sing with the understanding also. And I'm. And I pointed it out, well, obviously Paul is speaking specifically about the gift of tongues or speaking in tongues. He, he, he talks about that in the first part of this this, this chapter. Mm-hmm. But what's key to it that I think we can apply to uh, worshiping God in song is that he says, I will play in the spirit or I will sing in the spirit or I will pray in the spirit. And so mm-hmm. I take pray and say, I will play mm-hmm. in the spirit. Mm-hmm. But I will also, he says, pray with my mind. And another translation it says pray with my mm. mind or pray with understanding mm. or pray with intellect. Mm. You know, so I'm also saying, OK, well, I will also p- play with understanding or play with my mind or pray with or play with mm. uh, uh, with understandings. Which speaks to the technical side of right. what we do. Gotcha. So there's doing it in the spirit, which is what we do. You know, We come to, you know, to, to, to the worship experience and we say, well, we're going to worship God and, 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 and spirit, we're going to do it in, it in song, but we're going to do it in spirit and in truth. So this is not about our musical skill or our diversity or our, our, our brilliance. This is unto him. Mm. But then there is a part of us that we bring to the table. Right. And a lot of times in Christendom, we like to deny. We like to deny yeah. the fact that we don't mm. bring... Anything to yeah. the table? No, right. you bring a skill, right. you bring a right. gift, you bring a talent. Yeah. That without such, there'd be no music, you know. And I think what the type, what we're hearing in that music is what comes is is a direct product of what God is doing in our hearts or what He's done in our lives. Mm-hmm. So when you play, you are playing. Your 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 music is an expression of your love. Mm. For God the Father, who you worship, That's I right. worship Him through song. So yes. that song is coming right. out of me in right. this fashion. Right. Right. Some people will express that love for Him by giving. Some people will express that love for Him by dancing. But when we are together on the on the on the stage, it's, we got
4: to be in the same key. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, I, 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 know, don't I don't mind. In the I don't mind.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but but the two do the two. Do meet the, the the Twain do come right, together right, in a right, sense right, where right, we're praying in the spirit, we're right, playing in the spirit, right. but we're also playing with our mind. So we do have to have the technical side. We do have to have understanding,
4: it's a balance uh, and I skill, guess.
0: right? And, but it's a delicate balance because sometimes you can do you can have more spirit and be less technical, and uh, there be more anointing,
4: right.
0: which I for some reason seem to find to be a lot more effective, more yeah. anointing than skill because whenever it's the flip, there's no anointing. people aren't blessed people aren't challenged people aren't changed you know you leave just as spiritually ignorant as you did when you started (laughs) which means it's just like playing in a club because it's not unto him it's all about my musical brilliance Mm -hmm. and so i think we have to have uh that very delicate balance but never shall the talent be above the spirit all right you know so i was i was checking uh in preparation
4: for this here i was looking uh Psalm thirty-three three says, um, music that accompanies the praise psalm is to be played skillfully, mm-hmm. but not with formal professionalism. That's what you just said right. in, in other words. And the psalm is to be sung as a new song. And the new song refers to the new, not to the new lyrics, but rather to a fresh sense of wonder, mm-hmm. like a fresh sense, you know, like. Okay, Lord, you know, like, wow, what have you done? You have you saved me, like, from death. You right. saved me out of misery. You saved me from, you know, all this stuff I've done, all the filth. You clean mm-hmm. me, you know, like this, and and that's a real thing. That's yeah. that's yeah. what you just said. That's 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 real. That that's and and I'm excited about that because yeah. that is, I believe now, you know, and that's part of more restoration that the Lord is doing. Now all this makes sense. That I what I did. Mm-hmm that I study music, and, and even with all the deficiency, but it, it makes sense, and it keeps me in a, in a, in a humble
2: place. Well, it keeps us grounded. Absolutely. Because,
4: yeah. I, you know, if I, if I would be, let's say, if I would be a better player, you know, technically, you know, there would be, you know, I, I would have more, you know, I'm very dependent on the spirit, you know. Mm-hmm. I have, because I have my days where, you know, with Andrew, it's, it has been like, Amazing in the beginning, we just like I just felt like it's a sink and we were there. But then there's days I I, I just don't even want to be close to the microphone, mm-hmm. you know. And I, and I have days like that. <laughs> and, yeah, but no, you, really. but you, but you, but you, it's not as obvious as as as
0: with with me.
4: And that's well, good, it's obvious you know? to you,
0: <laughs> but it's not obvious to the average listener,
2: right? You know, because we
0: are our worst critics, right? You know, right. I have days. Out there are mornings when I'm there and I'm just like I don't even. You know, I'm I'm never going to hit this note or I don't even feel like singing, Right. you know, but that doesn't, that doesn't change who God is. That's right. Right. Doesn't change who he is. And so if we say he never changes and that he's worthy all the time Mm -hmm. and I'm paraphrasing, but if we say he's worthy from, from, you know, from, uh, morning by morning new mercies I'll see you know right. I see and I'm going to you know bless him for his faithfulness mm-hmm. if we say that he's the same yesterday today and forever if, mm-hmm. he's, if we believe that when he says I am God and I never change mm-hmm. doesn't matter how I'm feeling mm-hmm. yeah, he yeah. hasn't changed mm-hmm. therefore the same praise I gave him yesterday when I felt like it he's worthy of that one and
1: some today mm-hmm. even though I don't feel like it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that's, a, that's simply a part of that uh, phrase that we're to worship God and spirit and in and, truth, in truth. Yeah. and and if we're able to express truthfully that today I don't feel adequate, yeah, or today I'm just feeling very weak, that still fulfills that simple scriptural passage right. that yeah. I'm going right. to worship you in spirit and in the truth of how I feel, and it's that right.
4: relates totally to David, who is our you know kind of pattern, like he's a you know he's our top musician, mm-hmm. kind of you know as, yeah. as Christians. And he, he, he did that. He was able to express, you know, I mean, he was like, when I sometimes I read some of the songs, Just I'm raw. Like, he's like pretty out there. I Man, mean, he's he's, not he's like, just an angry he's guy.
0: Yeah. 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 Like On so wow. the way into that, I was reading Psalm 18, and I'm just like, David's just going all out. <laughs> yeah. but, but he's not only just raw and angry, but then he was pretty boastful at times, too. He's yeah. like, you know what, they're going to hear my name, and they're yeah. going to tremble. You know, he, he wasn't even talking about the Lord, he yeah. was talking about himself. Yeah. And, you know, when the enemy hears my name, that David is coming, yeah. they're gonna tremble. I was like, wow! how boastful as that yeah but he knew who was on his side right? Yeah. you know yeah. and yeah. there were yeah. seasons when the lord just had to humble him says you know dave this really isn't about you yeah. <laughs> this yeah. is about right. my mighty hand right. who gives victory right. yeah. but what, yeah. what, I, what i really like about
4: him is that he always comes out and what you said like because you have to be there more than i have to but we, we made this commitment i made mm-hmm. it to be there on sunday no matter how i feel so basically also being able to in spirit and truth means I feel bad, and I'm not going to try to hide it, mm-hmm. you know. But in a way, what I see in the Psalms, he always turns around in the end. Yeah. No matter how he starts off, he always repents. He always comes back before Absolutely. God, Right and back to the place where his strength is. Yeah. And that's what I want. You know, that's what I want to do more. You yeah. know, in, in
0: worship. Well, you've been faithful. You have certainly mm-hmm. been faithful. We're going to take a break and come back uh, and talk a little bit about the faithfulness of Uli and the faithfulness of his God in a minute.
3: God is incredible. God is with you. God is aware of your struggle. God is ready to forgive.
2: God is powerful.
3: God is your friend. God is a good listener. God is for you. God is willing to help. God
4: is and always will be. God
3: is able to protect. God
2: is good. God is power to change. God is God
3: is Jesus. God is here. God is the one who loves you. God is merciful. God is the husband to the widow.
4: God
1: is the one with your
3: hands. God is there when no one else is.
1: TSC Music Radio where God is. TSC Music with a Mission, and uh, we're having a great conversation with Uli. And um, uh, excited to have you here, especially as you're getting ready to head back to Germany. Mm-hmm. Um, your amazing story continues, takes you right back home, um, and you're going to be going right back into worship uh, when you get when you get back. I suppose so. And what what does uh, worship look like right now in Germany?
4: Honestly, David, I don't. I have never been back to Germany since I'm born again. Oh, wow. So I don't even know if they let me in. So this is, a,
1: this is an adventure. <laughs> you could be sleeping at the airport, don't you're us? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I have your, t- I have your cell number. Oh, you yeah. keep my number, man. Uh. So I'm sure this is even more exciting than we even realize, the fact that you know God's calling you back home. You, you are uh, a music minister, uh, uh, a worship leader. Um, what are your hopes as you go into worship in Germany?
4: You're saying that I'm worshiping, and I don't even have like one song in my repertory how I'm going to lead the worship but I know I always need somebody who has the songs what we talked about but uh-huh. yeah. you know and I, I checked out there through live stream their worship and it's uh, there's some you know some good guys leading that and they seem to have what I like is that they have an emphasis on uh, they write some songs themselves they have German uh, text, mm-hmm. and then they also sing some uh, you know, of our worship songs. But they also sing a lot of Hebrew worship songs. Oh, wow. So, and I really, I like that because I wouldn't like to, you know, and it would hurt more, you know, leaving Times Square Church, being mm-hmm. in another church, like playing with less skillful musicians, the music of Times Square Church. <laughs> I wouldn't like to do that. <laughs> that would be terrible. <laughs> so I'm glad about that. and and honestly i don't know because we're gonna go back we're gonna go to a school of ministry there but we also okay. they call they say it's like a tent maker ministry so we're gonna work okay so it's like now you know i probably but eventually if the lord leads me to and i'm open to it i would go back to teaching music and eventually like you know going more into worship which i love to do yeah but we'll see mm. yeah
0: what an adventure it is. Okay. And so you and your wife, thank God, are on the same page. We are. She's move. Move. She's, she's excited, huh? I mean,
4: no, she's like, you were saying like last Sunday, oh yeah, three. So kind of like, you know that the baby's going to be four <laughs> weeks old and you're going to fly. Or?
0: Yeah. For those <laughs> of you, know, for our listeners, they don't realize that you and your wife are expecting again oh, a yeah, second yeah. child Yeah. yeah and yeah, she's due crazy. just before you leave for Germany. Yeah. Three, wow. So months, you're going to be flying with a baby that's four weeks old. Yeah. Yeah. If if I find though that you are at a, at a at an airport without a hotel room, I'm coming to get you, man. and I'm yeah, gonna, no more sleeping. I'm gonna the give lawn. you a beat down before we bring you back. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you can't no, sleep in the lawn with the babies. <laughs> no, 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 so. no, yeah, no. Okay, you know.
4: But the, my wife actually, she met on Tuesday. She met one of the guys. Actually, the church where we go, and they have a missionary to the United States. She's uh-huh. praying for the Israel at the UN, and. She we met her a couple of weeks back, and uh, her brother was here, and he's a butcher. And uh, they were visiting this big uh, meat uh, not factory, but up, no, 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 <laughs> it's a big meat maker business okay. up in the Bronx.
0: not a butcher's conference or something. And right? the
4: guy is a descendant of a, is a Holocaust survivor, huh? and that's one of the ministries that they're in. And my wife you know, was asked to take pictures because she used to work as a photographer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she took all these pictures. And then in the end, and you know, my wife, she's always, she's the opposite of me. She's always humble and she's like not saying anything. And so in the end, they ask her, uh, so what do you do? What do you, you know, and she's like, and the guy, the brother of our friend Claudia from Tubingen, in the city where we're going. So she says like, oh, are we going to actually come in October to, Tubinger. He's like, oh, wow, that's awesome. You know, I got to, you know, you can work in my butcher shop Wow, <laughs> if your husband can work that's in That's awesome. It? So, you know, maybe that's what we got to do. So he's already
0: connecting you with people.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you'll eat, right?
0: <laughs> you'll eat.
1: The ministry's cutting meat. Awesome. Man,
0: Uli, it's been great, man. We we, we got to be able to t- Now, let me ask you real quick before we uh, wrap things up. You, is your CD still available? Can people get that online or what's the, what's the deal with that? No, the, the last... Either you have the last
4: one or my or my <laughs> wife has the last one. If if I go back to Germany, I might be, you know. But it really depends on how you know how the Lord leads,
0: right? With this. Well, whole we thing. want people to at least hear it, so we're, gonna, we're we're playing a few tracks throughout this podcast anyway. Right, so the right. music that you're hearing are some of the tracks from uh, from that project. Also, you're also hearing uh, Holy. In service here at Times Square Church. And so the saxophone that you're hearing is our good brother and friend, Uli. On his way back to Germany, after demanding his inheritance, getting it, <laughs> blowing it, he and his wife, mm-hmm. going through the muck and the mire as it is, mm. God healing the marriage, you guys getting saved, getting restored. Mm. You're now parents. You're going to be parents again. Mm. It takes you full circle.
4: Yes, and now he's
0: taking you back home. God is good. To serve in ministry. Amen. Amazing God. Amen. Last thoughts. Yeah, I'm just grateful. I mean I just
4: you know, I will say it more often. It's not you know, doesn't come easy to me, but I'm grateful for everything here, every person I met here. I mean God puts so many people in my, my path here. And, you know, this church is not very organized on that end. That's no small groups, you know, no man's group, no yeah. nothing. You know, It's just it's like, you know, the Holy Spirit. And you can get lost in, in this place. You can place, get huh? lost in this place. But oh. really the Lord has like constantly supplying, you know, people for certain amounts of the path of the uh-huh. way to walk with us. And you've been part of, you know, and I appreciate you and everything you did. And everybody here, I mean, you know, there's a lot of people here. I'm grateful for mm. what they did. You know, in our lives, it was awesome.
0: Well, you've been a blessing to us, and it's been wonderful to uh, to see you sprout and blossom where you planted. Uh, uh, I got ga- I got to go back to some of our Sunday morning, and it's not like this is ending tomorrow. He's going to be around until September at least, guys. So, but it's not like you know uh, you're leaving tomorrow. But some of the mm. Sunday morning prayer times when we have you know a band time together before mm. the morning service, mm. uh, when you'd come in, and I love. We can always count on you to just be, <laughs> shall I say, direct, mm-hmm. uh, you know, where you were just having a crappy day at on um, Saturday at, I won't mention the company you work for, mm-hmm. because you, you got to keep working there until September. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, you just had a God awful day. And then Sunday morning, it's just like, gosh, I mean, I'm here, but I, I really need your prayers. And we would pray and God will get us through the morning. You know, and then you would leave here. I think feeling a whole lot better because you had to go back to that workplace Sunday afternoon. Uh, but he's been faithful. He's been faithful to uh, to keep you and sustain you and give you what you needed uh, during those uh, those seasons. I mean, I'm just grateful. I'm grateful for all the people here,
4: for you guys. You know, like you know, just having a, a place to to grow and to and we yeah from the beginning. You know me. I was just like I was ready to jump out. Any moment, you know, mm-hmm. I was like, okay, let's go, you know, but it, it was four years and, or yeah, four years. And it was a great time.
0: Yeah. Love it. Uh, and well, I will always been been connected to
4: this church. You oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Once, oh, once oh. you're part of this team, man, I think, uh, especially ha- as the Lord brought you here and the way he's taken you abroad, um, uh, we can't help but, uh, stay in touch and, and mm-hmm. honor him, you know, and, and cherish the days that we've got left together. So mm-hmm. thanks so much for being with us. Oh
1: uh, a pleasure. Uli, our guest. Yeah, and of course,
0: uh uh we'll come back. Uh in fact, we're gonna go with some of your music. Uli, thanks for coming. And remember, if ever we put the messenger before the message, we fail to present an unblemished gospel. I'm Greg Thomas. Join us again next time on TSC Music with a mission.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Take joy, my king, in what you hear, and let it be a sweet sound in your ear. We sincerely hope and pray that this podcast is a sweet sound in your ear. We also hope you'll join the conversation online because music with a mission doesn't end here. So check out TSC Music on Facebook to share your thoughts and get regular updates. Follow us on Twitter at TSC Music Tweet. And don't forget to use the hashtag MWM Podcast. Watch and share videos on our YouTube page at youtube.com slash TSC Music TV. And of course, you can always email us at music at timesquarechurch.org or visit the website, tscnyc.org music. Portions of music in this podcast provided by TSC Music, produced by the director of TSC Music, Greg Thomas, mixed and engineered by Jung Ben Kim, and I'm the project manager, Jesse Carrasco. Coming up next week, Top artist Jeannie Ortega shares her testimony from a rough upbringing in Brooklyn to top 40 music industry success to a life of full surrender to Christ.